C. diff spores and more is brought to you in part by Rebiotics, Microbiota Restoration Therapy. Welcome to C. diff spores and more with your host, Nancy Kerala. We are here to discuss C. diff, healthcare associated infections, and other related healthcare topics. Now, here's your host, Nancy Kerala. Well, welcome everybody to the show, and we welcome you to C. diff spores and more. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank our sponsor, Rebiotics, a Faring Pharmaceuticals company, for their generous support. You can find out more about their microbiome research and clinical trials at www.rebiotix.com. At this time, we'd like to introduce our two guests today. Uh, we have Caitlin Stowe, a master's prepared infection preventionist currently employed with PDI Healthcare as the clinical affairs research manager, and Mega Patel as a senior product manager with PDI focused on the new product development. And both professionals are here today joining us to discuss innovation in C. difficile prevention. At this time, I'd like to welcome both of our professionals to the show. Hello, Mega. Hello, Caitlin. Welcome to C. Spores and more. Hi, Nancy. How are you? Pretty good today, and so happy that you're both here with me today. And Caitlin, I'm just going to start out with you and ask you if you wouldn't mind taking a moment and just uh, sharing your background and current role with our global listeners. Yes, thank you so much for having us again, Nancy. Um, So I am the Clinical Affairs Research Manager for PDI. I have been an infection preventionist for over 10 years, and I currently work with PDI, like I said. Um, This is my first industry role, so it's been very interesting. Um, So my current role is to expand our current product clinical evidence portfolio, and I do this by supporting our customers and research partners in their research activities um, to help provide and bring uh, clinical efficacy and value to um, our customers that use our PDI products. Well, that's wonderful, and thank you so much, Caitlin, for giving us the background there, and welcome to the show again. And um, Mega, if you wouldn't mind uh, taking a moment and and sharing your background and current role. Sure, and thank you again for having us on the show today. Uh, I'm a senior product manager at PDI, focused on the surface disinfection portfolio, more specifically on the upstream or new product development side of marketing. I've been in the healthcare-related marketing realm for over a decade and was PDI for about a couple of years, and it's been uh, great being part of an organization that looks to prevent uh, HAIs in the healthcare space. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Mega, and wonderful job that you both are doing uh, with PDI. And Mega, would you mind uh, taking this time and telling us a little bit about PDI? Sure. So at PDI, we never forget who we're all working for such as healthcare workers, patients, and their visitors. That's why we offer a broad range of evidence-based, market-leading environment of care portfolio, best known for our Sandy Cost brand, interventional care portfolio, and the patient care solutions. All of these are designed to help reduce preventable infections, control healthcare costs, and ultimately help save lives. We're here to help healthcare professionals be the difference every single day. Okay, Mega, thank you so much. And Mega, how does PDI focus on reducing the risk of HAIs, which is healthcare-associated infections? So as an organization, we really focus on innovative solutions to help reduce the risk of HAIs in the healthcare environment. Since we started many decades ago, PDI has been an innovator in the space. First, with Super Sandy Cloth Wipes, which were the first wipe of its kind, to present day with Sani Hyperside Spray, which is a hydrogen peroxide disinfectant effective against C. diff. Sani Hyperside Spray is the first of its kind where it's a ready-to-use non-bleach product that's strong enough to address C. diff without sacrificing compatibility. Compatibility is really important because it means that what you're using to disinfect and clean the surface will do its job and you know how it will behave on a surface. It is available now in the U.S. for the healthcare facilities to help reduce the spread of infections. Okay, thank you, Mega. And Mega, um, from a clinical perspective, and now working with PDI, Caitlin, what are your thoughts specifically to C. difficile? 
So, you know, C. diff is a really interesting organism. Um, so for those that don't know, um, Clostridium difficile is a gram-positive spore-forming bacteria that causes diarrhea and inflammation of the colon, and that's also called colitis. Over half a million cases occur in the U.S. every year, with most cases of C. diff occurring due to the person taking a course of antibiotics. Um, if you've ever had a C. diff infection, which I believe, Nancy, you have, um, your chance of having a reoccurrence is one in five, which is pretty high, you know, 20%. Hospital onset C. diff cases are a publicly reported infection to the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, which means that a hospital can actually potentially incur a financial penalty if they have more than the expected number of cases. But as an infection preventionist, I can speak to this. You know, our goal every day is to have no cases of C. difficile, and we work very hard to help prevent those. The potential severity and long-term complications of C. diff combined with this public reporting aspect have made C. diff infection reduction a really big focus for infection preventionists and their leaders um, the past few years. Okay. And Caitlin, um, we would love to know, you as being an infection preventionist, um, can you explain to our global listeners how uh, a C. diff spore is transferred in a healthcare facility? Yes. So, as you know, Clostridium difficile is a very hard organism to address because while the vegetative form of the bacteria is fairly easy to kill when it's in that active and replicating phase, the spore form or the, the, you know, the dormant phase of the bacteria is extremely hard to kill. That spore performs, you know, forms a protective endocoding around the bacteria and it's um, resistant to a lot of disinfectants. So, in order to be able to kill C. difficile, you have to use a disinfectant that has a sporicidal claim. The EPA has a list of all of these disinfectants that can be used to kill C. diff, and this is called LIS-K, and you can find this on the EPA's website. The CDC also states that any patient that has a known or suspected um, Clostridium difficile um, infection, um, whether it be maybe a history of or really when I was an infection preventionist, if anybody had uh, diarrhea or what we were maybe concerned for, we would place them uh, presumptively on contact isolations or contact precautions. And what this means is that anytime a healthcare provider goes into a room or, you know, even visitors should be encouraged, volunteers, all of those people, anytime a a person goes into a room that's on contact precautions, they should be wearing gown and gloves at minimum and performing good hand hygiene. Um, That Patients should also have um, their equipment or anything that's shared between patients or coming out of that room. That should be disinfected with a sporicidal um, agent. Um, so anything that comes out of that room should be disinfected. Also, because we know that the alcohol uh, that we currently normally use in hand hygiene does not kill the spore form of the C. difficile, the, anybody coming in, in or out of that room should perform hand hygiene with soap and water. In addition, the guidelines for disinfection and sterilization that the CDC has, has uh, published on their website that's authored by Dr. Uh, William Rutala recommend the use of a 1 to 10 bleach solution, um, specifically targeting C. difficile, during periods of outbreak or in areas that have high endemic rates of C. difficile. Okay. And, uh, just, to, just to add to that, uh, from a C. diff perspective, uh, what we're seeing uh, facilities do is they stock a bleach disinfectant, as Caitlin mentioned, uh, for isolation cases. So that's for patients that have C. diff or present with C. diff symptoms. And they use bleach because that's been uh, it's seemed to be effective against C. diff spores. And then they use bleach for isolation or terminal, which means in between patients or at the end of the day cleaning. We would like to proactively address C. diff, of course, but bleach is often not used everywhere for general everyday cleaning because patients often complain about the scent profile. It can be a little harsh, and sometimes bleach is perceived to be uh, less compatible or uh, degradative to devices and materials. So bleach is often relegated to just C. diff or terminal setting. So they use a separate general disinfectant for general everyday cleaning, which does not address C. diff. So that discrepancy may um, 
may account for the spread of uh, C. diff as well because you're not proactively addressing C. diff in all of your disinfection protocols. You're having to use multiple disinfectants throughout your facility to address the different needs that the facility has. So having something that could be the one-all, be-all answer would be significant, uh, such as the product that I previously mentioned, Sani Hyperside. It's a sporicidal disinfectant, meaning it can kill C. diff, but it's a hydrogen peroxide formula. So from the scent profile perspective, it's not going to be as harsh as bleach. So when you're using it around patients, patients are not going to complain as much about the scent profile. And it may be a bit more compatible with different surfaces and different materials that the disinfectant is being used on. So having that balance of a powerful disinfectant while maintaining the compatibility is really important and something that facilities should take into account when generating protocols around C. diff prevention. Thank you, Mega. Caitlin, would you like to add anything to that? Uh, Yeah, I just want to echo what Mega has done a very good job of already explaining. From an infection prevention standpoint, a lot of facilities, including ones that I've worked at prior, actually went to using a sporicidal agent for every discharge clean because we wanted to ensure that those rooms were um, free of those spores because while we know active infection is when patients are most likely to shed the highest amount of spores, for months afterwards, even after they're no longer symptomatic, patients continue to spread spores. So even if a patient may not have symptoms, they could still be contaminating that room. And if we're not using a sporicidal disinfectant for that discharge clean, we run the risk of having um, those spores stay in the environment and potentially affect the next patient that comes into that room. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Caitlin and Mega. At this time, we are going to break for a commercial. And when we return, we will continue discussing innovation for C. difficile infections with our guests. And we ask you to stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Your life. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join us on November 6th and 7th for the 7th Annual International C. diff Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Doubletree Westport Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. To view the conference details and register online, visit the C. diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org. Again, that's cdifffoundation.org. We look forward to meeting you in November. Rebiotics, a fairing pharmaceuticals company, has set out to understand the connection between the microbiome and disease through clinical study and innovative science. Our clinical studies investigate the potential of the microbiome as a therapeutic option for patients with unmet medical needs. Our focus is currently on patients suffering from recurrent C. diff infection. Partnerships drive innovation in the growing field of microbiome technologies, and we're excited to continue to share our findings in the space. Visit Rebiotics.com, R-E-B-I-O-T-I-X.com. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean, dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. 
Welcome back to the program, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us today on Cedar Spores and More, where we have our guest, Caitlin Stowe, a master's prepared infection preventionist, currently employed with PDI as the clinical affairs research manager, and Mega Patel, senior product manager with PDI, focused on new product development. Both professionals are joining us today to discuss innovation in C. difficile prevention. Welcome back to the show, ladies. We really appreciate you being here today. Thank you again for having us. Oh, you're very welcome. And Caitlin, what should those pulling protocols together in healthcare facilities, what should they consider when addressing C. difficile infections? So if you're a brand new infection preventionist or just a, a practitioner in general, there is a plethora of information that you can find on the CDC website as well as the CDF Foundation Um so I would highly recommend starting with what the evidence tells you to do. There's lots of evidence-based guidelines, but basically it's really important to ensure that the facility has a very good process in place for identifying and isolating potential C. difficile patients that have an active symptomatic infection. So normally the definition that we as a clinician or an infection preventionist would use to identify a symptomatic or active infection is that the patient has had at least three stools that have conformed to the shape of the container that it was taken in within a 24-hour period. So meaning that they've had multiple instances of diarrhea in the last day or so, and there's not really a reason for them to have diarrhea. So um, that's when someone should be cued in to say, okay, well, maybe we need to test this patient for C. diff. And it's very important that they get that test in a timely fashion because um, not only is it good for treatment and presumptively isolating so that the spread of the potential C. diff spores is minimized as much as possible, um, but also because hospitals, if a patient were to come in with an active C. difficile um, symptomatic infection, so they came in with diarrhea, but let's just say because of... um, time constraints or staff constraints, they weren't able to get that test on maybe that fourth or fifth hospital day, well, then even if the patient came in with what we consider a community onset infection, the hospital would actually have to report that as a hospital onset infection simply because of the timing of the test. So it's really, really important to be able to proactively identify And not only for reporting purposes and testing purposes, but also the most important part is the isolation purposes. Um, The facility should ensure that those patients, again, are appropriately isolated so they're placed on contact precautions and have a process in place that the the regular disinfectant, if it's not a sporocytal, should be replaced with a disinfectant that is a sporocytal. And this is going to help prevent transmission um, to those other patients, especially with that shared equipment. So, like, your, you can't um, use dedicated patient equipment, which many facilities can't have um, dedicated isolation patient equipment like blood pressure monitors or, you know, thermometers. It, it's inherently important that the, um, that the equipment is wiped down with a sporicidal agent in between to ensure that we're killing not only the active vegetative bacteria of C. diff, but we're also killing that, that, that spore. So many facilities, like I had mentioned previously, are also moving to using a sporicidal agent for all terminal or discharge clean rooms to help prevent that potential transmission from those um, symptomatic or colonized patients to the next patient that occupies that room. Um, I personally, as an infection preventionist, want a sporicidal disinfectant. It should be easy to use. I want the contact time to be relatively quickly um, because my staff is not going to adhere to it if it's going to too long. And it's got to be designed specifically for my healthcare workers to use, not only my EVS staff, but also my nursing staff because they do quite a bit of that daily cleaning that EVS just isn't able to do. You also want to ensure that you have support from your disinfection manufacturer um, so they can provide you um, help in the form of, you know, maybe laminated instructions for use so that you can educate your staff. Um, Compliance products like uh, brackets that you can hang on your walls or um, caddies that you can place on your nurse's station counters because you want the disinfectant to be prevalent so that it's in their face and they remember to use it. 
because remember, out of sight, out of mind, they need to be able to, to see the disinfectant and have ease of access to it. And then most importantly, you want to make sure that your disinfectant manufacturer, and I always, as an infection preventionist, dialed into um, my manufacturers for support because they know their products best and they're going to be able to educate and help you support that initial education and the ongoing education you need um, as you know, frequently as possible to ensure that your staff is using that product correctly. Thank you so much, Caitlin. Those bullet points that you just shared with everyone, um, our, our global listeners, will certainly help them while they're uh, creating and putting together protocols in their healthcare facilities. Thank you so much for that. Uh, we're going to move over to Mega. And Mega, earlier you mentioned a new product, which we're really curious to hear more about, the Sani Hyperside Spray. Uh, what led PDI to develop this product Sure. So as Caitlin described previously, uh, healthcare facilities are typically relegating the use of bleach disinfectants to address C. diff. This is done in a couple of ways for the most part. You have your isolation areas where patients with C. diff or those who present with C. diff symptoms stay. They get disinfected with bleach. Then there's uh, the environmental services staff that uses bleach, usually for terminal cleaning, and that means in between patients uh, during turnover or at the end of the day. Facilities also have disinfectant products that are general hydrogen peroxide or quat alcohol-based products, which don't kill C. diff, and these products are usually used for general everyday disinfection. So think about the mobile equipment that's being wheeled out um, between patient to patient, between room to room by the nurse as you're using it on different patients. Between each uh, patient room, these uh, mobile equipment pieces are being wiped down by general disinfectants that don't address C. diff. So we asked the question, we know that bleach is effective against C. diff, but why isn't it used every day, everywhere, by everyone? Why do facilities use bleach in isolation areas and for terminal cleaning only while other formulas are used for general disinfection? What we heard uh, from our uh, users, from customers, from different facilities and infection preventionists was that uh, some bleach products have that harsh smell that I talked about earlier that may not be acceptable by patients. So think about if you're in the room while the patient's in bed and you're cleaning around that patient, that bleach scent can be a little harsh. Um, so they, they may get complaints from that patient. We also heard that at times bleach may be perceived to be harsher on equipment just from the formula perspective and how it reacts with the equipment materials. Then there are other um, products um, that are not as easy to use or require some mixing, um, and Caitlin alluded to having a product that's really easy to use. Some of those sporicidal products um, may not be as easy to use um, by environmental services staff or even nurses to pre-mix. You have to worry about dilutions, um, the water amount versus the liquid concentration amounts. There's a lot of fiddle factor associated with that as well. So facilities are really looking for an easy-to-use and ready-to-use uh, solution that can be implemented throughout the facility. So to summarize, we basically saw that facilities have to stock multiple products because one product doesn't address everyone's need. That's exactly right. And um, Mega, how does the Sani Hyperside work? So Sani Hyperside spray is a ready-to-use hydrogen peroxide disinfectant that addresses a broad spectrum of epidemiologically important pathogens, including C. diff. So this non-bleach product addresses broad spectrum of pathogens like noro and TB in one minute and has the ability to address C. diff in five minutes. Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing that information. And Megan, how do you see Sani Hyperside being used in a facility? So um, because Sani Hyperside is a, a non-bleach formula, it can be actually used throughout the facility, everywhere from general everyday disinfection to isolation and terminal disinfection, where we typically see bleach being used. It's a hydrogen peroxide-based formula, so that it, it's going to offer a more compatible solution to address C. diff when you're comparing it to some of the harsher formulas that are in the market today. It also allows facilities to standardize their disinfection protocols to one disinfectant. So consider now that a facility only has to train staff on one product 
and they only have to stock one product for all their surface disinfection needs. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Mega. Um, Caitlin, before we go to break in a few minutes, um, can you talk about the clinical significance of Sani Hyperside spray and what it provides? Yes. So I love Sani Hyperside spray, and that's it's very exciting to me as an infection preventionist because, as Mega said, it is the first hydrogen peroxide-based forcidal disinfectant. So the cool thing about hyperside is not only can it kill all of those epidemiologic important pathogens that you um, are concerned with in a hospital setting like MRSA, VRE, ESBL, it also kills C. difficile, which is uh, the most important um, pathogen that, you know, as an infection preventionist, I'm concerned about. Um, And it's really designed specifically to be used by healthcare workers. Hydrogen peroxide, as I'm sure you're aware, breaks down into water and oxygen, So it's very safe. And like Mega said, a facility could potentially get rid of all of the disinfectants they currently use for disinfecting surfaces and switch to this one product. So I don't have to train now on multiple different products and multiple different uh, contact or dwell times. I only have to uh, educate to this one product with uh, two different contact times. So it's way easier when it comes to an education standpoint for me to manage with my EDS staff and my nursing staff. And so regulatory compliance becomes inherently easier and um, it's just a safer product. Okay, wonderful. And Caitlin, uh, what are your thoughts on the use of Sani Hyperside in in facilities outside the hospital settings? So that's a really good question. Um, You know, not only are we concerned with infection prevention in the acute care setting, but we're also concerned with infection prevention across the continuum of care. So looking at doctor's offices, ambulatory care centers, uh, nursing homes, long-term care facilities, um, protocols are going to be very different um, between the hospitals and these types of care facilities. So their protocols historically have not um, proactively addressed C. difficile, especially in these non-hospital settings. Um, And also the patient population differs. So, you know, for instance, um, some some facilities have... Uh, more exposure to uh, long-term systemic antibiotics and advanced age, which we know um, from research adds the risk for acquiring a C. difficile infection. Sani Hyperside is really great for these alternative care settings because it can help address some of those challenges that we know as clinicians um, are faced when we care for these kinds of patients. Okay, wonderful. Well, Kaylin and Mega, thank you so much for providing all this great educational information. Uh, We are going to break right now for a commercial. When we return, we will continue discussing the innovation of C. difficile infection and with our guests. We will be back in one minute. Thank you so much. life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. To help support the CDF Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate or call toll free 1-844-4-CDF. That's 1-844-367-2343. Join us in our fight against CDF and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C. diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C. diff awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Rebiotics, a faring pharmaceuticals company, has set out to understand the connection between the microbiome and disease through clinical study and innovative science. Our clinical studies investigate the potential of the microbiome as a therapeutic option for patients with unmet medical needs. Our focus is currently on patients suffering from recurrent C. diff infection. Partnerships drive innovation in the growing field of microbiome technologies, and we're excited to continue to share our findings in the space. Visit Rebiotics.com, R-E-B-I-O-T-I-X.com. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, 
C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Well, thank you for joining us today, and we welcome our listeners joining us also. And we have our two guests here today, Caitlin Stowe, Master's Prepared Infection Preventionist, currently employed with PDI as the Clinical Affairs Research Manager, and Mega Patel, Senior Product Manager with PDI, focused on new product development. Both professionals are here today discussing innovation in C. difficile prevention. Welcome back, Caitlin and Mega. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. And if you don't mind, Caitlin, let's um, start out with you on this segment. And I'm going to ask you to go through some of the research around the Sani Hyperside Spray, if you don't mind sharing that with our global listeners. Of course. So PDI has recently published a couple of white papers. Um, the first one is uh, titled, uh, Is It Time for Universal Sporicidal Disinfectant? Current Science and New Technology. And this one is authored by Joan Hebden, um, who is very well known in the field of infection prevention. So this paper outlines the environmental virulence of, of C. difficile, as well as the cost of C. diff infections and outbreaks, which, as we know, can, um, can be, you know, twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000, depending on the patient's length of stay, and how many um, extra medications and treatments that the patient might need. It also discusses the traditional disinfection techniques and products uh, used when these infections occur, which we, as we've discussed, have have historically been a sodium hypochlorite or bleach solution. However, there are new formulations of sporicidal disinfectants out there, such as hydrogen peroxide like uh, sani hyperside and a parasitic acid-based disinfectant. And what we're learning is that these disinfectants are just as effective at killing spores like C. difficile, but have a much lower toxicity rating, which is extremely advantageous for staff and helps me as an infection preventionist sleep better at night. Um, this paper also highlights the Sani Hyperside Spray as a really nice alternative to bleach um, because it, it has that lower toxicity rating. It's got a very broad spectrum of efficacy, so it kills lots of other things in addition to um, C. difficile. And it's easy to use. It's a spray. Um, We're not reinventing the wheel here. And it's very cost-effective. This white paper really makes the argument that facilities may want to consider switching to a universal sporicidal product to help prevent these outbreaks and continue transmission of these really environmentally hardy pathogens. And not just C. difficile, but most importantly, C. difficile. The second white paper is titled, Less Can Be More, Evaluating Quality Versus Quantity of Disinfectant Kill Claims. And what this paper does is it outlines, again, the cost of all the healthcare-associated infections, which C. difficile is a part of, which microorganisms are the most common pathogens in healthcare-associated infections, and the outbreaks associated with these um, epidemiologic important pathogens through environmental surfaces. Now, as we know, lots of times C. diff is spread through the environment. This paper also educates how disinfectants are approved by the EPA, as well as discusses the importance in the selection of microorganisms for a product label claim and helps uh, guide facilities and clinicians on how to best select the appropriate disinfectant for their facility. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for explaining that and sharing the white papers, which we will definitely look into uh, after the show. And Caitlin, what research has been done and is being worked on to support Sani Hyperside Spray? So we have some very, very exciting research in the works um, that will be published here in the next few months that I'm, I'm personally very excited about. Um, so we're working with renowned researchers to really help um, blow up the science behind the Sani Hyperside Spray. We're currently performing research related to the application of the spray and looking at how that the application of the spray affects the subsequent reduction 
of microorganisms on the surface. So how well is it killing the pathogens on the surface? Um, we are also expanding this, this application of knowledge where traditionally it's been in most of the acute care settings in your hospitals. Um, but we're really trying to expand that research into the alternative care settings across the continuum of care. So looking at long-term care facilities, um, nursing homes, uh, skilled rehabs, doctor's offices, ambulatory care centers. We really want to show that this uh, disinfectant is going to be applicable to all of those care surfaces, uh, care settings, because, um, you know, it's, uh, pathogens are equal opportunity. They don't care where we pick it up as long as they get picked up. And so we really want to also expand into looking at specific pathogens. Um, you know, does this decrease the use of sani hyperside sprays, uh, decrease um, gown and glove decontamination? And then hopefully one day we will be able to correlate all of this research into a reduction in healthcare-associated infections or an improvement in patient outcomes. We are always open to research opportunities. So if a researcher has an interest, I would ask them to reach out to their local uh, territory sales manager, or they can go on our website, which is www.pdihc.com, to contact us directly. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for the information. And Mega, Sani Hyperside product is currently available only in a spray. Do you have any plans of uh, having wipes available as well? Yes. Uh, so the spray version of the product is currently available for use in the U.S. The wipe version will be available next year. A significant amount of time was dedicated to creating this powerful formula that's effective against C. diff without sacrificing compatibility. Even more time was spent on researching the right applicator or the right wipe material to provide the appropriate user experience for the wipe version. Because of all the research and development that has really gone in to make sure that we're putting forward a product that our uh, users and healthcare um, staff would actually like to use and see as an effective product, we looked at over 80 wipe materials before landing on the version that we are introducing next year. So the wipe will be available next year. Okay. And Mega, uh, I noticed... um I understand you just said said that the spray is available in the United States. Uh, will the wipes uh, be available only in the USA also? Uh, for now, yes. We are uh, making the wipes available in the U.S. Uh, we, uh, we are a global company, and we will look to expand uh, globally in the near future. Currently, our products are available for U.S. use only. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. And, Mika, how does this product change what facilities are doing today uh, to keep a room clean, disinfected, free of harmful organisms? So, as mentioned previously, both by Caitlin and myself today, facilities are stocking many disinfectants to address the different needs that they have. So basically, they're looking to find a way to harmonize uh, using a very powerful disinfectant that can kill the hardest-to-kill pathogens like C. diff and uh, finding one that's easy to use as well as compatible with the devices and the medical equipment that they're using the disinfectant on. So this means that they really have to train their staff on many different types of formulas, which means that staff now has to remember several different contact times, what product to use where, because not every product is compatible with every uh, medical device uh, type of equipment or material. Um, so that leads to a lot of confusion with the staff. So with Sani Hyperside Spray, the hydrogen peroxide formula really allows facilities to standardize to one disinfectant. So now they have, a, they have less products to train on, and training becomes a lot more simpler because now you have one product that has a one-minute contact time for your general pathogens and a five-minute contact time for C. diff. So it's very easy to remember. It also decreases the number of products the facility has to worry about stocking. Okay. And Mega, before we uh, pause for a commercial break, would you be able to explain the other important considerations outside of the product that a facility should keep in mind when combating a C. diff infection? Sure. So at PDI, we know that our products help kill bugs, but people are what's preventing infections. We always recommend that products be placed 
close to the point of use to ensure accessibility of staff. For example, Caitlin mentioned earlier having brackets on walls in front of patient rooms as you're entering the room. You can more easily grab a wipe to disinfect. Having caddies on areas such as nurses stations to have wipes readily accessible or sprays readily accessible will allow the disinfectant to be front of mind and for protocols to be more easily implemented. In addition, Training is extremely important to ensure that a product is used correctly. In-service training during product implementation as well as a yearly refresher is key. And working with the manufacturer of the products that the facility is using is really important as well. Making sure that the company is providing appropriate in-service trainings when your staff needs it is really important, but also utilizing the company for CE credit so that you can learn more about disinfection protocols uh, is important as well. Okay. And um, Mega, are, are there any other key points that you can add um, in regards to facilities, what they should keep in mind? Sure. So just keeping, uh, make, making sure that you're using protocols that are easy to be, comp- um, that are easy for compliance for staff because staff is worrying about a hundred different things and there are a lot of different things happening all at the same time. Time is a valuable resource for healthcare workers. So making sure that easy to use products are being implemented as part of the facilities for protocol for especially for C. diff, which is a really hard to kill pathogen, is really important. The easier you make it for the staff, the better they will do their job, and the better we will be at uh, lowering the risk of HAIs in the healthcare setting. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much, Mega and Caitlin, for all your important information. At this time, we're going to pause for a commercial break. When we return, we will continue discussing innovation with C. difficile infections. Please um, stay with us. We'll be back after these messages. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join us on November 6th and 7th for the 7th Annual International C. diff Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Doubletree Westport Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. To view the conference details and register online, visit the C. diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org. Again, that's cdifffoundation.org. We look forward to meeting you in November. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Rebiotics, a faring pharmaceuticals company, has set out to understand the connection between the microbiome and disease through clinical study and innovative science. Our clinical studies investigate the potential of the microbiome as a therapeutic option for patients with unmet medical needs. Our focus is currently on patients suffering from recurrent C. diff infection. Partnerships drive innovation in the growing field of microbiome technologies, and we're excited to continue to share our findings in the space. Visit Rebiotics.com, R-E-B-I-O-T-I-X.com. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean, dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
You are listening to C. Diff Spores and More. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. And thank you so much for joining us today. We have our two guests, Caitlin Stowe, Master's Prepared Infection Preventionist, currently employed with PDI as the Clinical Affairs Research Manager, and Mega Patel, Senior Product Manager with PDI, focused on new product development. Both professionals are here discussing innovation in C. difficile prevention. I thank you so much again for joining us, um, Caitlin and uh, Mega, and I thank you for um, being here and taking time out of your busy schedule. Welcome back to the program. Thank you. You're welcome. Caitlin, uh, earlier we were discussing the Sani Hypersite Spray in facilities. Um, Would you mind explaining to our global listeners uh, how the facilities outside the hospital settings and non-acute settings like assisted living and long-term cares would utilize this? Yes. So as I'm sure a lot of people are aware, C. difficile is everywhere. Um, you know, you can pick it up at the grocery store or in your uh, friendly local doctor's office. And so these had tr- traditionally have been ignored areas for infection prevention for a long time. We really focused our efforts on the acute care or the hospital setting. But what we're coming to find through research is that um, C. diff is everywhere. And so we really need to make sure, because we do have patients going to every um, care spot on that continuum of care, from the doctor's office to the hospital to maybe a same-day surgery center, then maybe they have to go to a short, um, a skilled rehab facility to help recover. Their infection risk really doesn't change and then sometimes may actually increase depending on their, their personal um, health status. And so at certain times during their, their um their passage on the care continuum, they may be at more risk of infection, especially from C. difficile. So it's really important to ensure that we're not only protecting our patients in that acute care setting, but we also need to be able to protect them in these alternative care settings. So um, historically, protocols have differed from the acute care side to these, these other uh, care settings, but that really shouldn't be the case. These care settings can transmit infections just as easily as a hospital, and so they really need to ensure that they are proactively addressing C. difficile as well. So making sure that on a regular, you know, maybe it's a once a day at the end of the day after seeing all of their patients, that they do a terminal you know, clean with a sporicidal agent such as standing hyperside, or they're doing it in between patients. Uh, my dad's a physician, and when I grew up, um, anytime a patient had diarrhea, uh, the office staff would always go and wipe behind with a disinfectant that was a sporicidal after that patient had, had left the office just because we were very concerned about uh, making sure that we weren't spreading something that that patient had to other patients. And so it's really important that if uh, you're experiencing care in a care setting that maybe doesn't have a good protocol in place, that you speak up and be proactive because um, you want to make sure you're protecting yourself as well as helping influence the protection of others. Um, so making sure that uh, your protocol, if you, you work in those alternative care settings, are you cleaning with a sporocidal agent on a semi-regular basis that will help reduce the burden and the risk of acquiring C. difficile for your patients? Thank you so much, Kaylin. And Mega, before we move into the closing comments uh, at the end of this program, can you review the Sani uh, Hyperside Spray and the benefits it provides when it's addressing the C. diff? Sure. So as we talked about, Sani Hyperside is this truly innovative product uh, because it's a hydrogen peroxide formula that's strong enough to address CDEF and other broad-spectrum organisms without compromising on compatibility. So now, facilities don't have to stock bleach and non-bleach formulas to address the different needs that they have throughout their facility. And this is regardless of the facility type, as Caitlin mentioned. It also allows facilities to standardize their disinfection protocols with one product that can be used across general isolation, and terminal disinfection, which allows them to really reduce the number of SKUs or products that they're stocking and training staff on. Okay, thank you, Mega. And Mega, can you share what tools you have available for those who are wanting to learn more about PDI and the Sani Hypersite Spray? Yeah, so you can learn more about PDI on our website at www 
tdihc.com. The website provides a plethora of information on our entire disinfection portfolio. And it's a great resource for educational materials such as training, in-service videos, and CE credit opportunities. Materials and resources are accessible on the site for Sani Hypersize Spray, and uh, they include and are not limited to product brochures, cell sheets, product configurations, white papers, and clinical data available. Okay, wonderful. And Mega, we thank you so much for the information. And how can products be ordered by those who are interested in, um, you know, taking on this new product? Sure. So the product is available right now in the U.S. uh, for healthcare facilities through all major distributors. So one can also contact their local PDI representative to not only get more information on the product itself, but to order Sani Hypersize Spray as well. You can find contact information for your local representative on our website at www.pdihc.com. Wonderful. And right now... um Mega, do you have any closing comments you'd like to share with the global listeners? Yeah, uh, so providing new and innovative solutions like Fanny Hypersize Spray is something PDI is very passionate about. We're constantly looking for new solutions to solve real problems healthcare facilities are facing, like C. diff infections, because it's our mission to ensure that no one gets sick, dies, or suffers due to a preventable infection. And Uh, Thank you, Nancy, for having us here today and giving us, uh, both Caitlin and myself, the opportunity to speak about PDI's innovative approach to address HAIs in the healthcare setting and specifically around C-DEF. So thank you for that. Oh, man. Mega, thank you so much for being here. And we thank Caitlin Stowe and and Mega uh, Patel both for being here with us today and for joining us on the C-DEF Spores and More uh, we're so grateful for your dedication in healthcare and infection, infection prevention community. And at this time, the members of the CEDA Foundation wish to acknowledge all of the organizations around the globe dedicated to improving health and the organizations and professionals who are researching and developing new products, uh, the innovative products, uh, and ways to address C. difficile infections in prevention, treatment, protecting the gut microbiome, clinical trials, diagnostics, and environmental safety worldwide. To learn more about C. difficile infection and recurrent C. diff infection clinical trials that are in progress, please take a moment, visit the C. diff foundation's website, cdifffoundation.org, and help them to help you to help others. We also t- like to take this opportunity to wish to wish and to thank Pfizer Pharmaceutical Vaccines for being the diamond sponsor of the 7th Annual International C. diff Conference and Health Expo, which is being hosted in November 6th and 7th at the Doubletree Westport Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. We're grateful for the in- in international keynote speakers who are joining us for the two-day conference and the corporate sponsors and industry leaders in the C. diff community, healthcare-acquired infections uh, community who will be providing data focused on C. diff, leading healthcare-acquired infection, the microbiome research, sepsis, clinical trials, environmental safety, and so much more. For more information about the C. diff Foundation's um, conference at at St. Louis, please visit the website, cdifffoundation.org. Don't delay as accommodations are filling up and the availability seating is extremely limited. We look forward to learning more together with you in November. And we send out our get well wishes to all patients being treated and recovering from a C. diff infection and the many wellness draining illnesses that are being combated across the globe. I'm your host, Nancy Corrala, with a reminder, none of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We wish you good health, continued healing, and a good day. Thank you for tuning in this week for C. diff, spores, and more. Be sure to join your host, Nancy Kerala, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our program on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. None of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. together.